Food Heals Podcast, Episode 231. Holiday parties bring me so much joy, you guys. A lot of people have holiday parties where there may not be things there that you necessarily would care to eat or feel like you should eat. So planning ahead and fueling yourself with your good food first and then getting there and choose the things that are going to be the healthiest for you. Sparkling wine from France. So this is a great one you can bring to a party as well because Ooh. it's really light. It's plant-based. People don't understand that not all wine and beer and liquor is actually vegan and plant-based. Cheers, Cheers ladies. Thank and you all. So happy holidays. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. Happy holidays. Today, we're talking holidays, productivity, and more. My co-host is a celebrity vegan chef who's made appearances on the Food Network, the Discovery Channel, the Hallmark Channel, and so much more. Hi, Jackson. Plus, she is a retreat leader who runs vegan vacations all across the world, including our Food Heals vegan Italian getaway. Please welcome my co-host today, Leslie Durso. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here with you, as always. We've had a really good time today. Thank you for coming. We've done some great interviews. And today, we're talking to certified life coach Chris McPeak. Chris is an author, an educator, a blogger, and a career coach. And she has become a real personal friend. Chris actually started out as a fan of the show. She was one of our original swag bag winners. And we've gotten to hang out at multiple events in Los Angeles. And she even attended attended our Rise and Bloom Mastermind here in LA. And I'm super proud and excited to call her my friend. And I just love seeing her progress throughout the past year. Me too. And in addition to working a full-time job at a community college, she runs a nonprofit swim team and her passion project, Silver Peak Development. She's published two books, Making Work Work for You and Elevate Your Eight, and has a brand new podcast as well called... Elevate your eight. Elevate your eight. So listen, subscribe, review, rate it. This means so much to new podcasters to get those five-star reviews. So definitely check her out. But first, Leslie, can we talk about Italy? Uh, duh. We can <laughs> always talk about Italy. <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem talking about Italy because it's all we ever do. But that's because our trip is so amazing. Yes. And we want all of you to join us. Please join us. It is the retreat of a lifetime. We are going to be swimming. We're going to be boating. We have an infinity pool. We're going to be eating the best plant-based Italian vegan dishes you have ever had. Actually, I will say the desserts were the best desserts I've ever had in my entire That's life. That's because nobody does food like Italians. Right? Especially vegan food. I'm sorry. I'm partial. I'm Italian. Ugh. Nobody does vegan food like Italians. And Ugh. yes, you will be dialed in at our cliffside villa in Ravello on the Amalfi Coast. We'll be soaking in the sunshine having incredible experiences, bonding with each other. We'll be cooking, we'll be eating, we'll be playing, we'll be enjoying, and we'll be figuring out the most important things in life. Yeah, it's so true. It's like retreats like these, not only do you get to go on a vacation, eat good food and drink good wine, but you also make friendships that last a lifetime. And that getaway can really help you reflect on your current life, where you're at and what you want to achieve. It's almost like a new year. It's like a reset. It's like, then you go back home and you're like, wow, there's so much more I want to do with my life. That's what happens to me when I go on these big vacations. I just got back from Australia. It was the same thing. It was like, wow, I get a separation. I get to go somewhere amazing, learn life lessons, meet new people, bond, have experiences. And then I come home and go, what am I going to create next? It's really, really inspiring. Mm -hmm, It is. And it just, you know, this retreat really teaches you about the Italian lifestyle and how to slow down and how to really truly appreciate every moment and how to be present. Uh, So true. So November 30th, 
The prices go up. So we want you in now, Food Heals Nation. Book now. Book the group's today. already coming together and it is going to be a blast. Yes. And we've got some great returns from last year. Two of our favorite people are coming back. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. And some new people I'm really excited about. Yes. Yeah. One of my best friends from high school is coming. Yay. I know. I'm so excited. So you guys, if you want to sign up right now, go to foodhealsnation.com and click on Italy. You can download the brochure. You can see the price. The price includes almost everything. It includes the accommodations at our beautiful cliffside villa. It includes transportation to and from the airport. It includes all the boat rides, all the activities, all our dinners, all our breakfast, all Leslie's amazing cooking classes, everything that you need except alcohol because we don't know how much you're going to drink. I may drink a little more than you. I may drink a little less than you, but I'm going to pay for me. You're going to pay for you. Um, And just some lunches while we're walking around town, also gratuities, which are optional and your flight is on your own, but everything else is taken care of from the moment you get there. We will take care of you. You got nothing to plan. We will plan it all for you. Mm hmm. (laughs) I have a giant grin on my face because I can't wait to go back. Yes, you do have a giant grin. So Food Heals Nation, sign up today. If you want to get more information or just ask us questions directly, email me at info at foodhealsnation.com. Next up, our interview with Chris. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. She's an author, educator, blogger, career coach, and now podcaster who loves teaching people to tap completely into their gifts and talents. Please welcome today's guest, Chris McPeak. Thank you for having me, Allison. Woohoo! I know. I have a picture of you and Susie and another guest on my vision board, so I was thinking... Okay, this is real. This, this, I've manifested this. You it's did. real. I'm on the Food Heals podcast. You made it happen. So cool. You were our first swag bag winner, weren't you? I was. Yeah. Or one way, of the original. One of the original swag yes. bag winners way, way back in the day. Yes. And when I found out that I was a swag bag winner, we were on our way to a holiday party with our Charles's former swim team. Oh, okay. So we, there's a picture of us in the car. Um, and my hair was blue then, too. That's kind oh. of funny. Um, <laughs> Making like surprise faces because I just heard the announcement. Oh, yeah. so very cool. Yeah, I love that you got swag and then you brought us swag. <laughs> I did bring swag today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Do you, want to tell, do you want to tell everyone what's on our heads right now? So yeah, Allison and Leslie are wearing Silver Peak Performance beanies. They're so um, cute that I knit myself. They're ridiculously and cute. They are very. They're each one is unique. They're not the same. That's the same pattern, but mm-hmm. it's not the same colors in the pattern so yeah they look they look great on you guys I'm very honored that you're wearing them <laughs> wow. I you have no idea I'm literally gonna wear this all winter long I'm you'll, you'll so know me excited. walking down the street by my bright green beanie on my head I'm that's so excited. awesome well yay I'm glad you guys like them yeah they're perfectly on brand for us too because they're your brand and then they're also like the green brand of what we do so mm-hmm. yeah it's perfect awesome. <laughs> thank you happy thank fun you. times this is so cool okay yes okay so, Chris, you have a full-time job, you yes. run a swim team, yes. you're growing Silver Peak Development, you have two books, and you just started a podcast. Yes. How do you do it all? Prioritization. Okay. <laughs> yes. And routine and self-care. Yes. So, all of it goes hand-in-hand, hand, and you can't just roll with the punches. You kind of have to think about, like, okay, what needs to be done today? Is this more important than this? And then just make sure that I go to bed and get my eight hours and make sure I leave the office at 4.30 so I'm only working eight hours. And that way, what's left is the eight I'm elevating. And that's where all of my prioritization is coming from. I love that. Yes. And it's really important. And I think this has been such a lesson for me getting into this space of the entrepreneurial world. For It's been like over 10 years and I'm still learning those productivity hacks and tips and figuring out how to make the most of my time. And that's something that you really share on your podcast and in your book. So what's like one, what's the number one thing you would tell people to do right from the start? Get a sense of how long it takes you to do the little things. So we tend to overestimate and underestimate the amount of time it takes us to do specific things, like taking your shower, uh, commuting to work, those types of things. It's easy for that to get lost in the minutia of everything else. So paying close attention to how long it takes you to do those things and then 
all the other stuff that falls into the mix, um, you know, what's the important thing to do that day? Do you have to go grocery shopping today or can that wait till the weekend? Or can you have a Postmate bring all of your groceries? <laughs> or can you have a Postmate bring all of your groceries? Exactly. And that whole concept of time and money, like that's seriously real for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that because you can spend money to get more time back. And that choice that you make, if that's something that's going to give you time back to do other things that might cost you money later. Does that make sense? Yes. I don't think near enough people value their own time um, because they just think that it's cheaper if they do it all. But Mm -hmm. when you hire out and you create more time for yourself to have the creativity and the top performance, then you always succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to think of the way that we approach time should be the same way that we approach money. And here's an example. When you get your paycheck, well, I mean, you guys get your paycheck differently than I get my paycheck. But when I get paid, the first thing I do is pay the specific bills. I have to pay my rent. Mm -hmm. I have to pay my car payment. So I don't go to the track first, or I don't go to Whole Foods and spend $500 on, on groceries and things like that. I take care of necessities. So why do we treat our time the same way. Um, Mm -hmm. If we only have an hour that's there to get things done, don't do the scroll and just sit there with your face and your phone. What do you have to get done on that hour before you move to the next thing? So if you need to go fold your laundry or if you need to cook dinner or wash some dishes, things like that. So paying attention to where you're putting that time and, and treating it, budgeting it the way that you would your funding. No, that's such Money. a good point. It's like, stop scrolling and start doing. And I'm talking <laughs> to myself too, because I'm definitely, I get in the habit of like, oh, let me just check this one Instagram real quick or something. And then by the time you know it, 20, 30 minutes has passed and it's a complete waste of your time. Right. And that's that whole concept of like, how long does it take you to do stuff? Like if you want to get caught up in the social media world, set a timer and do it for five minutes and yeah. then put the phone down and go yes, do your monthly or your daily yoga or your meditation or whatever. So I yeah. love that. Setting a timer for social media. Well, because I fall into this trap where it's like, okay, I have to use social media for business. And right. therefore, I will schedule it in sometimes because I'm like, okay, I have to go into my group and answer any questions that may have come up. Yep. I have to post my daily whatever post I need to post or whether it's for the podcast or something else. And so then I end up doing that, but then also going down the social media rabbit hole of answering comments that I don't need to answer or looking at other people's feeds or catching up on the latest Vanderpump Rules gossip, right? Right. So I get super (laughs) far away from the reason that I started. And so I think setting a timer for social media and things like that, because most people, we're all a brand now. It's like most people are using social media for personal and business at all times. So you might start with good intentions and then end up, you know, looking up your ex-boyfriend's cousin's wedding and you're like, how did I get here? what I do at the office to get certain projects. And chunking is not my concept. A thousand people have talked about it before. But what I do is I set work time appointments for myself. So that's the subject matter of the appointment. And then the location is all of the stuff that I have to do. So when that appointment pops up in my calendar, I see like, okay, I have work time for the next two and a half hours. So I need to process scholarship applications. I need to look at third party checks and I need to clean up this renewal module. And that's what I'm going to get done in this 90 minutes. And then from there, I might go to a meeting or I might go take my lunch break or walk around block and get some steps in or I might just segue to another set of things to do like we did scholarship stuff for 90 minutes now I need to work on our web page or or work on our social media at, at the office what does your morning routine look like before you get to the office okay so we swim my hubby and yeah. I swim and so we get up super early um I know I, I need a good hour to just kind of let the day soak in before I'm ready to put my suit on and get in the car so, so I get what up, time we talking? I get up at four. Great. Yeah. And oh. I actually <laughs> like to make coffee for him. Like I like to go in the kitchen and make his cup of coffee and take it in back into the bedroom and Acts give it to service. him. I know. I don't oh. know why. It's I just like doing that. It so feels sweet. like this is the wife thing to do for him. And so we say good morning and how do you feel? How do you sleep? Blah blah blah. Then he'll go in the living room and drink his coffee and get his workout ready and I'll go back in the bedroom and I will meditate for anywhere from ten to twelve minutes. And then I do my journaling, I I do my writing, especially if I've had 
any kind of dream that I find interesting, I think dreams are all, there's stuff that resonates there and it's all yeah. real mm-hmm. stuff. Like, and for me, it's mostly um, unresolved work issues in my day job. I dream about our scholarship ceremony all the time because <laughs> I'm so afraid things are going to go wrong. But so I, I'll write in my journal and then we'll eat breakfast and then get dressed and go to the pool. So between four and 530, those are the things that that I'm doing in the house and pack the swim bag and get to the pool. Then we swim from six to seven and then I shower at the pool and go to the office. So from four to eight is all morning routine and swimming and then commuting. Before I've even woken Before up. Before most of well, America is done. Up. More, I mean, I'm, so I, I'm with you. I'm up that time of morning. I love getting up. Before the sun comes up and before the world wakes up. Yeah. I love being able to center myself before I have to dive into emails and calls. And yeah. Because the life. emails and calls aren't coming in at that time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't even look at it. I don't even want to know what came in the night before. Because I also go to bed really early. I know. Yeah. Don't you go to bed at like nine? Yes. <laughs> but that's when, you know, you're supposed to for the optimal level of... Yeah. sleep in your Ayurvedic sleep cycle. Yeah, and you fall asleep when the sun is setting and you wake up when the sun, sun is, is rising. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look, we just had daylight savings. None, yeah. of, none of us are going to bed in the next At 5.30. Right. <laughs> That's so true. No, I just did an interview with a woman who's in Canada and she was talking about when it's winter in Canada, the days are so much colder and the way that the sun sets and rises and she her whole sleep schedule changes with the seasons. I thought that was really interesting because... I still, even if it's daylight savings or not daylight savings, I'll still go to bed at eight and mm-hmm. get up at four and that's pretty regular. So even on the weekends, we get up early on Saturdays, not as much on Sundays. But if I'm still in bed and it's 6 a.m., that's like, wow, what just happened? Because that's yeah. not normal. <laughs> no, and there's so many different kinds of workouts and you are such a big swimmer. So what is it about swimming that draws you? Because I feel like it's, a, I was a swimmer in high school and it's definitely has a meditative yeah. quality to it as well. Is is it that or is it the physical? What draws you to swimming? Um, oh my gosh, there's so many things. What I am loving right now is that our team is growing. So there's new people in the lanes all the time. And if they're new to the sport, I like being able to, and I'm not the best swimmer, but I, you know, Charles and I and maybe three other people are the oldest people on our team. So I like being able to explain like, okay, this is how the workout goes. But yeah, I like the feeling of being in the water. And I like thinking about the technique of it because it's such a technique driven sport, like making sure like thinking is my elbow, do I have elbow lid recovery? And and how is my catch and my all that stuff? Is that happening the way it's supposed to happen but then it's great to finish a set and and be with the four or five people that are in my lane and to say like good job you guys that was a really great set and it was hard and y'all were great and so I like I like the cheerleading aspect of it as well we have such a cool team and it's super eclectic and so I think it's as much of the meditative feeling in the water and trying to be so technique focused but it's also that we just have a really really great team of super amazing people that are really fun to be around at six in the morning (laughs) <laughs> That's such a great community that you've created, too. Oh, I'm so proud of it. It's a great group of people. Aww. Yeah. And people that have never really swam in their lives come mm-hmm. and they learn and they and now they're competing. We have a meet this Sunday at UCLA and half of them are people that have never done a swim meet in their life. So wow. That's so cool. There will be cool. Coach Charles will be crying a lot <laughs> that day. He's such a sentimental now as he's become a coach. It's really awesome. That's so sweet. It's really awesome. I loved the swim meets growing up. Like, it was such a great feeling of energy and excitement. And I, I like watching it on TV, too. It's a great oh, yeah. sport. Swimming is the best. And swim meets are super exciting. I actually would rather go to a swim meet than watch, like, a baseball game or a football oh, game. I feel too. so much more connection to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're exhausting, too. Like, if you're competing and you're cheering, oh. I'm, I'm more tired after a day at a swim meet than I ever had been doing a half marathon or a marathon. And that sounds wow. awful. You're swimming for 45 seconds to five minutes, and then you're getting out, and then you're watching your teammates, and then you got to go warm up again, and then you swim maybe for four or five minutes, and then you get out, and you cool down, and you go warm. You know, so it's, it's constant, like... I don't know, in and out and back and forth and and you're going really, really fast and then you're not and the day's over and then you just want to eat and take a nap. Yeah. And and there you go. I know what that feels like. Leslie, what is your morning routine like? Oh my goodness. I don't even know, but I want to hear it because I feel like this is such a good topic and I have one too, but you guys get up way earlier than me. Yes. Well, it goes back to I just really, really like getting things. I like having my me time before I, I... 
go out into the world. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah, so I wake up. I never set an alarm, even when I have to be somewhere in the morning, even if I have a flight to catch. Wow. My body always wakes me up yeah, when I need wow. to wake up. Flight? Uh-uh. I said like 14. <laughs> Please go. <laughs> Yeah, I wake up. I immediately do some snuggle time with my dog. Yep, he's in your arms right now. Hey, Pepe. Shout out to And we we get outside immediately. Mm -hmm. I grab him. We go outside. We go for a long walk. And I get to kind of just breathe fresh air, take deep breaths, and really think about the day, think about what I'm thankful for, and think about what I want to do that day Mm -hmm. to make it the world a better place. And then I come home, and I feed my dog. I make a smoothie and I meditate on that a little bit and more actions that I can take. And then I get up and I make breakfast and then I open my computer or what I'm eating my breakfast um, and look at my phone and start saying hello to the world. And question for both of you, Christmas, all the holidays are on their way. It's such a fun time of year, but it also can really mess with you in terms of sleep cycles. If you're going to holiday parties, they usually start later. They probably start when you guys are in bed, eight or nine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry about it. <laughs> it's so hard when people are like, oh yeah, come over for dinner at eight. I'm like, can no. I come in my pajamas? <laughs> But like, what are some of your tips for getting through the holidays, not only with sleep cycles and making sure that you're still able to wake up in the morning, but also just for like staying healthy during the holidays. And I know that we're about to do a tasting, but can you guys give us some of your best tips? Keep yourself productive, keep yourself healthy, all that good stuff. So the first thing that I can think of is don't feel like you have to go to every party that you're invited to. And it can seem really, I don't know, like an obligation that this person's party is important and so is this one and so is this one but events like that tend to take you out of your routine and when you're out of your routine you're not engaging in self-care the way that you should you're messing with your sleep cycle that kind of stuff so I think a it's okay to turn down some invitations if it means that you're honoring your self-care and your sleep cycle and then knowing too that a lot of people have holiday parties where there may not be things there that you necessarily would care to eat or, or feel like you should eat. So planning ahead and, you know, maybe fueling yourself with your good food first and then getting there and always taking a lap before you commit to a plate and seeing what's there and choose the things that are going to be the healthiest for you. And I think also nurturing or nursing anything alcoholic with water as well because as much as we think like alcohol makes you pass out if you drink too much of it it really doesn't it messes with your sleep cycle so um too much alcohol doesn't really help you sleep it makes things worse yeah and you get you don't get into that deep REM sleep so then you're still catching up the Mm -hmm. next couple of nights um but I want to go back to something you said because I learned this I don't remember like in the past year I forget when and I'm going to give credit where credit is due because I learned it from Melissa Fork and Plants she's my amazing plant powered assistant she actually taught it to Whitney and Whitney Lawrence and taught it to me but it's called (laughs) Jomo 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 instead of FOMO FOMO, fear of missing out. FOMO is the fear of missing out. Right. Which I definitely have. I want to do all of the things. I'm a joiner. <laughs> I want to go to all the parties I'm invited to. But at the same time, I'm also very introverted and I need my me time and I need my downtime and I want to cuddle with my dogs and not go out all the time. So JOMO is the joy of missing out. Of missing out. out. <laughs> because exactly. Ah. It is what can you do during that time that's going to bring you joy that's yeah. better than going to that event so that you have joy around it and you're not sitting at home going, oh man, I should have gone. Oh man, that person's going to be mad at me. Oh man, it's like, just say no. I love that. And be joyful about it. So I will say holiday parties bring me so much joy, you guys. <laughs> there, there, there you go. There you go. Here. And yes, I love my sleep routine. But I love going to holiday parties. I love, I travel so much throughout the year. And so getting to connect with all of my different friends during the holidays is so, so, so special to me. But I always will bring food Food. for everyone. Uh And then, yes, I really try and stay back from drinking alcohol. I'll choose like a couple things or like I make the alcoholic beverage really special. You know, a friend's vineyard or like we're in Courtauld Champagne. Which or- we're about to taste <laughs> in a minute, which 
just something sitting in front I, of us. Yeah, something that I really, really love instead of just indulging in whatever is there. And so I really will only drink at a couple parties a season because it is so much more about enjoying the time with those people mm-hmm. and creating those memories. And for me, it's parties aren't about alcohol. It's about True. the people. And yeah. it's about the food. <laughs> yes. So I'd rather stick to that stuff. Yeah. I love this time of year. <laughs> and everybody's happy and everybody wants to make the world a better place and everybody's just, you know, wants to connect because I feel like this time of year everyone is searching um, for that for that love connection between friends and family and loved ones. It's always it's always about sharing that. Well, yeah, holidays yeah. can be really hard for some people too if they haven't been home home in a really long time or they're in a new city and a new job and they haven't, you know, connected yet. So sometimes yeah. holidays can be really tricky. Yes, people. they can. It's a great time to connect with people. So pick up the phone and call yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. You know, connect with the, those friends that you haven't talked to for a while because That's maybe they are FaceTime going through something. For. Yeah. Yes. For Big sure. fan of FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> and going back to what you said about bringing something, that is what I do. And I think, you know, you've told me that multiple times and I've been doing it for years where I always bring my vegan cheese plate because I want Your to make sure. famous vegan cheese it plate. It is famous at this point. It's There's one version of it sitting in front of us right now. I know I'm about to steal some of it. Is that, that. what yes. this is well, right here? Yes. So I'm just going to take it. We've got Miyoko's and this one's Kite Hill. And the point is, is that... Mm. It looks delicious. It's very easy to present. And I am not like Leslie. I'm not a vegan chef. So I'm not going to bring the most decadent dessert or veganized lasagna that she can make. But it's something that I can do at my house super easily because I just have to buy some grapes, some crackers, and some cheese. You can also make the cheese at home. That's delicious. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to stay away from the microphone. That's the (laughs) sun-dried tomato and herb miyokos. But, you know, there's so many simple dips that you can make at home. Yeah. I've got a ton of that content on my website and more is coming on my social media every day during the holidays. It's simple things and simple things that you can do to doctor things up. You know, you can buy some plain hummus at Trader Joe's and stir in some fun herbs and spices or top it with some cool fruit or an infused oil and just, you know, that semi-homemade light that, you know, you don't have that much time, but you can put a nice twist spin on something to make it more No, I think that the team should hire you to cater our holiday party. Yes. Sure. I don't know if we can afford you, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. That would be way fun. Just keep knitting me hats. I okay. Hat. Hats Parents for swag. I'm going to be an entire knitted jumper. <laughs> that would be so cute. Well, do you guys want to taste some drinks and some cheese? Yes. Oh, my gosh, Let's talk yes. about this. So, yeah, I love this, too. You know, if you're hosting a holiday party, you don't have to have, like, a signature cocktail for the event. You could have a signature drink. Like, I know you've got a tea here, yeah. which is really cool, which tea you can infuse with alcohol, so you could have the option of both. And what what else do we have in front of us? I, I called it a bevy buffet. <laughs> <laughs> bevy buffet. We have four drinks here. The first one is from Teamy Blends, and it's their colon tea. And this isn't one that you're going to share at the holidays, necessarily, but this is something that you can do during the holidays for 30 days to keep yourself regular and to cleanse yourself. So this is something you're going to do on your own and you're going to do it for 30 days over the holiday season. What do you think? Sounds really yummy. It's good. Yeah. So um, what I did is I put a tinge of cashew milk in there. I would also use oat milk. That's my favorite, but they didn't have oat milk today at the store. This is not like a holiday recipe, but it's something we, we need to keep detoxing our bodies, right? So we're putting a lot of toxins in right. <laughs> on a regular basis, especially during the holidays. So this is a way to keep ourselves kind of detoxing while we are eating a little bit more food, eating at different times, having a little more alcohol in most people's cases. So this is just something you can do all year round, especially during the holidays. And this is part of their signature 30-day program? Yes. This one? Okay. Yes. So it's part of their signature 30-day program. So you can do one tea a day. So they have a skinny tea that you can do in the morning, and then you do the colon cleanse. Every other night, it's super easy. You add it to your regular routine, and you help detox some toxins out. So you can get 20% off using the coupon code FOODHEAL. So this is something to do for 30 days during the holidays. It's not something to bring. But here's something that you can make for your friends, for your family, and it's absolutely delicious. I've given it to Leslie and Chris to try. And I also gave some to our podcast producer today, Vince. And I said, don't drink this until... And what did he do? Until we do the tasting. Vince, 
Would you like to tell Food Heals Nation what you did? It was great. He drank it immediately. <laughs> he drank the whole thing and then told me how good it was. And I go, so we haven't good. even started rolling yet. <laughs> right. So, so that's this, this and this pretty cup. Yeah. This is called a maca chaka latte. Maca chaka latte. Yeah, so this so, just makes me want to dance when you say that. I know. Maca chaka latte. Maca chaka latte. So this is a alley original, but it's based on real recipes. Mm. It's got no caffeine. It has no coffee in it but doesn't it taste like a, a luscious coffee drink so i know a lot of people it's are so good i just want to be snuggled on a couch yeah. watching a christmas movie <laughs> white christmas damn i did hat on. i did good on this one this mm-hmm. is so good okay so let me tell you what's in it so normally i would do oat milk but this one is cashew milk but like okay. i said they were out of oat milk but whatever your favorite plant-based milk is this is two and a half cups oat milk two tablespoons of cacao powder one tablespoon of maca. So whatever you're doing, it's just two parts to one part. Right. Okay. okay. A little bit of coconut oil because that's what gives it the cream. But mm-hmm. coconut oil, you know, we want to go light on the coconut oil, but it gives it that creamy taste like it's a latte from a coffee yeah. shop. A pinch of cinnamon, a pinch of sea salt. And then you can use a sweetener if you need to. I didn't use a sweetener in this, There's no sweetener in no. this. Holy bananas. Yeah. You don't need it. You don't need it. The right. maca and the cacao are so, and the cinnamon are so delicious. You definitely don't wow. need it. I agree. But some people need it a little bit sweeter. So you could use a little bit of like vanilla stevia. You could use a little bit of, oh, what's my other You sauce? know what I would do in this? Maple syrup. Yeah. Ooh, maple syrup. A pinch of maple yummy. with the chocolate and the cinnamon just gives it such a nice holiday feel. Yes. You could also do swerve. Um, that's a really good sweetener. So whatever you're going to use, this is an easy recipe. Anyone can make it home. You can make this for friends and family. And I feel like it's guilt-free. You're going to get energized from the maca and the cacao. And then you're not going to have that caffeine crash. Right. right? I just down that whole thing. It's delicious. <laughs> okay, Vince. You're just that is the That's the biggest endorsement ever from me because yeah. I, I never finish anything. And I love that. Yeah, there's no discount code for this because you're just going to make you're it at gonna home. You're just going to make it at home. Yeah. But we have to give you credit when we make it. Oh, this thanks. is Alice and Melody's. And you, have to, do a, and you have to do a little dance when you say Maca it. chocolate, Maca chocolate. <laughs> now, would you, you serve it cold or heated or does it matter? Either one. Okay. So right now, it's Southern oh, California so Food Heals Nation. So you're listening and we're actually hot in the studio. But wherever you are, it's probably cold. So you can make this hot or cold, whatever you want. This one just happens to be cold because I kind of like it cold. Yeah. Ooh, you know what else I would do with it if I heated it up? Yeah. I would add a drop of peppermint oil. I was Ooh. just Ooh. thinking about mint. Yeah. Yes. Or, or mint, sugar mint. mint from the garden. Yeah. So I well, be- most people don't have mint in the wintertime. But oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's I think a really that would be such point. a good combo with this. So you can make it a mint maca chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like maca a peppermint chocolate. Yes. Maca chocolate. So easy to make. And this is something you could bring. You could also spike it. Look. If you, you want to bring it, make it a holiday cocktail. Totally. Mm. A little peppermint schnapps in there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Or Bailey's. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Bailey's has dairy in it, doesn't it? They have a non-dairy Bailey. Yeah, they do. With almond milk. You can nice. get it at Target. You can. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. The rumor this year you can get it. Is it Bailey's brand or it's just a. Oh, it's Bailey's brand? It's Bailey's brand. Wow. Alrighty then. Bailey's is on board, baby. A little bit of Bailey's in the maca chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) With a scoop of your Haagen Dazs vegan ice cream. Oh, God. It's Mm. just getting better. I had no idea Haagen Dazs was doing vegan ice cream. I've tried the Ben and Jerry's stuff. They only seem to have four. Um, flavors. They, they have my... new flavors, but they're not out everywhere. They're not out yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Haagen Dazs salted chocolate. Ooh, that sounds delicious. I haven't had and that Target one. carries the vegan Haagen Dazs. All right, Target mm-hmm. man, good job. I'm proud of them. Me too. <laughs> I love what they, they're doing. They're on the forefront of all yeah, of this for reals. All right, what's next? Okay, so next is Leslie and I's favorite champagne. Food Heals Nation, you know Tanya. our favorite sparkling wine. We, yes. we correction, correction. Sorry, I always say that. She because, yells at me about that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but it's bubbly, so it looks like champagne. Yes, Yay, delicious it's sparkling wine from France. Just not the champagne Yay. that we try. Just outside of it. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. So this is a great one you can bring to a party as well because Ooh. it's really light. It's a little bit yeah. fruity. It's plant-based. People don't understand that not all wine and beer and liquor is actually vegan and plant-based. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. I remember from the shows, the John Sally shows, going way, 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 way the heck back. And mm-hmm. he has his own vegan vineyard, doesn't he? Uh, the vegan vine. Yeah. Wine. Yes. Um, you're such an OG, Chris. Thanks for remembering that. 
I'm Shout telling out to John you what, Sally. The, uh, <laughs> the Food Heals podcast is my favorite podcast. Oh, thanks. Aww. My new favorite podcast is called Elevate Your Age. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's too nice of you. No, I've been listening. I Have listened you? to three episodes oh, so far. thank you. You're welcome. That is so nice. Yeah, you're doing a great job. I'm so thank proud you. of you. Well, I learned everything here Yay. at the Rise and Bloom Mastermind. Yes. In April. Yes. yes. Which was so much fun. Doing a podcast before then had never really crossed my mind, and uh-huh. then all of y'all were saying this you need to, yes you need to do this and I was like okay I will do it yeah I have to finish the book first so I finished the book you finished the book wow you've you've done so much that was wow. in what April in April I know but we were talking about this earlier it's this year is going by so fast it really and I is. don't know what the hell is up with that it should still be summer in my <laughs> in my crazy. mind but you know what I really yeah. admire about you is that oh. do it that you're executing it and you're getting it done <laughs> Thanks. that is so Thank so you. Admirable. Well, another wise person in my life who's also in this room said, start before you're ready. Ooh, that's a good one. And I said that? Well, I I credit you with it because this is where I heard it on the Food Heals podcast. You can learn so much on this show. It's not just about food. That is true. Well, thank you. About a little bit of everything. Well, here's the thing. I I did say that, and here's why. Because my teacher at grad school, when I went to the University of Santa Monica and got my degree in spiritual psychology, okay, a master's degree in loving yourself, people, is all it was. Oh, I want in on that. He had, it's such a good program. Oh, my God. It literally, it lifts the veil of all your emotions and trauma, and it teaches you how to heal yourself and how to help others heal. It's just such a gift. But anyways, I digress. But my teacher said, he was like joking around. He was like a comedian half the time. He was like a magician and a comedian. Oh, my God. And he was like, if we all waited until we were ready to do something, nothing would ever get get done. done. Yeah. (laughs) It's so true. When you're like, okay, I'm 100% ready. No, you have to jump. You have to leap. You have to take that next step exactly so when you start before you're ready shit happens things get done and it's It's hard for a perfectionist like me I have to remind myself (laughs) of that all the time so I'm glad it resonated with you yeah for sure not just this year but in prior years as well other things that we've started that whole start before you're ready is always there in the back of my mind yeah always (laughs) all right do you guys want to taste the last thing yes yes so you know I was in Australia in October This is straight from Australia, but you can also get it in the States. You can just Google this, okay? It's Brown Brothers. It's an Australian dessert wine, and this is the orange. it smells so good. And these glasses are beautiful. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What is it, Allie? I can't. I won't let her finish her sentence. (laughs) I'm just going to be quiet and let you take it all in. It does smell amazing. Mm. Orange what? Orange muscat. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I know. So I'm going to bring this to holiday parties because I think it's delicious. I think so. That is a good one for the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. And it's all vegan. Good job. Check Barnivore if you want to see if wine is vegan. So here I am in Australia. Wait, what's it called? Barnivore. Barnivore.com. And I asked the, he was not a sommelier, but the wine shop man, hey, which, which wines are vegan here? He was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so luckily I had my cell phone and I pulled out the Barnivore app and oh I said, gosh, what, what wines do you recommend? He showed me which wines he recommended and then I used Barnivore to figure out which wines were vegan that I could purchase and bring back. That is great. And this was my favorite one that I brought back. So I have one bottle still for Dan and I that we're going to save for a little while, but I wanted to share one with you guys on the show. Thank you You so much. You are so sweet. This is delicious. I'm honored. It is really delicious. All I can think about is food pairings right now. I know. Okay, what would you pair it with? Oh my gosh. I want to pair this with cheesecake. Oh, that's oh, what wow. they say on the site. They said to wow. pair it with cheese or cheesecake. You're but drinking. I but I didn't take it. I wasn't going to tell you because I'm like, they're talking about regular cheese, but we can pair it with a vegan cheesecake. So, oh, yeah. And a, a really creamy, smooth one. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Do, how would you make a vegan cheesecake? <gasps> There's so many ways to make vegan well, tell cheesecake. Well, me, tell me your a favorite A raw one. vegan cheesecake, a cooked vegan cheesecake. Oh, I, all I of the know. above. What's your, what's your favorite <sighs> to make and eat? Okay, let's just start with the raw one is going to be a little bit on the healthier side. The cooked one is not. Correct Fair or enough. incorrect? Um, not necessarily. Okay, then teach us everything. Because when I made the cooked vegan cheesecake, it was not healthy. What it was, was it? Divine. It wasn't healthy, but it was delicious. Yeah. yeah it wasn't I mean, as healthy as raw. Got it. That's all. I, I hate even saying this out loud because it just turns people off. But tofu and cashews. Yum. 
make the the combo makes the best cheesecake. That sounds delicious to me. It does not turn me off. And recently, um, Leslie and I interviewed Dr. Barnard, and he busted the soy myth. So when you're talking about tofu, I know it turns a lot of people off because they think, oh, like breast cancer and all these things. Right. All of that is garbage. The studies have shown that the more soy that women eat, actually, um, the better health that they have and the less recurrence of breast cancer they have. And then he also busted the myth that most soy is genetically modified because the genetically modified, yes, it is, but the genetically modified soy is going to feed the animals that we are consuming as meat. And since that's not the kind of soy we're talking about when we're talking about organic soybeans, organic tofu, organic Mm -hmm. soy milk, Mm -hmm. then we're not consuming that. So as long as you're not consuming it from livestock and you're consuming it from organic sources, it's actually a health food. So I just wanted to bust that myth. Now tell us the recipe. (laughs) <laughs> the myth busting is done yes. well maybe I'll just have to publish it on my, okay. on my YouTube by then by the time this airs well, it needs to be soon honey yeah okay. done got it and I'm on your Instagram tomorrow. at Leslie Darso yes okay I'll put it up yes. so fruit no fruit chocolate what else would you put with a, the vegan cheesecake Oh, yeah, all of the above. I love a chocolate swirl through a cheesecake for sure. And like a chocolate crust. I love doing like a candied walnut crust. Oh, yummy. um, With some chili. If you put, make the crust spicy and then make the cheesecake creamy and velvety. Yeah. Yeah. So many different ways of doing it. Blueberries. You can do blueberry compote and put it on top, or you could run it as a ribbon through the cheesecake. Mm -hmm. Love that too. So many yummy things. All right. Well, I don't have cheesecake, either, even though my mouth is watering, but we do have no, cheese. No, but you know, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be really good with this Kite Hill cheese. Yeah. And if I was going to buy a packaged cheese for this wine, particularly, I would probably purchase the Miyoko's Fig Leaf. Yeah. Would Ooh, probably yummy. pair the best with this out of all of the cheeses I can think of. Okay. What would you pair with the Miyoko's Vegan Mozzarella? That is my favorite favorite meal. Well, how are you going to eat it? Are you going to eat it with um, some basil and some tomatoes and olive oil? Uh Are you going to eat it just plain? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's just going to be eaten. Okay, well, if I was going to do like a caprese salad with the Miyoko's mozzarella, so with um, some fresh tomatoes and some basil and some olive oil and some salt, then I would probably pair with a Pinot Noir, something that's a little bit lighter but full, uh, but definitely red and juicy. Yay. That sounds good to I me. I love it. Is there more of this? <laughs> Let's see. Which one was that? No. The dessert wine. Did we drink it all? Oh, no. I'm sorry. We did. It's a very small bottle. See, it's a half oh, bottle. Oh, that's right. That's I can right. share. I can, would you I like to share? No, no, no. It's okay. You finish yours. <laughs> I'll have, finish my lovely sparkling wine, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can bring us more wine. Don't you ladies worry. I just don't have that exact wine. That's okay. But I always have Everything backup. is super yummy. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad you like it. I'm very spoiled on this show. I know. I love <laughs> super spoiled. That's why it's better to come in person because when you're in yeah. person, there's usually going to be some tasties because either I'll make something or Leslie often brings something much better than I could ever make. <laughs> oh, stop. That's not true. You, you are a good cook. I'm okay. I'm learning. I'm getting better. I'm improving. <laughs> I'm improving That's since what Italy. It's about. Well, I'm doing better since Italy because I learned a lot of stuff. Of, of just tips and tricks besides recipes that I could just do at home that were really mm-hmm. easy. And then I also became obsessed with olives and olive oil that I didn't have that obsession before. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to flavor things with that. So that And you're welcome for that obsession. Yes. Yeah, you said you. that olives in Italy don't taste like the olives that we buy here. Even, they, even in our specialty stores. I haven't found them yet. However, I could be just being like, Italy snob, but um, there's an olive bar at Bristol Farms down the street. Yeah. Every olive I've ever seen. There's one section that tastes very close to the Italy olives. But nice. Nothing they probably are Italian olives. They probably are. <laughs> You're probably right. Of course. Yes. And you, right. can't, you can get some good olives in the United States. You can, yeah. but it, they're not going to come in a can. I'll tell you. Oh, right, no. right. Oh, yeah. no. Not the kind you put on your Papa John's pizza. Oh, gosh. Right. <laughs> not those olives. Not, not, those, not those olives. Not any olives that come on pizza, for right. sure. Um, but, you know, you can also buy so many online. There's so many great places to purchase now. And, you know, my friend's shop in Ravello, you can always email them and they can yes. ship you direct oh, wow. That's awesome. from Italy. Um, so you can get your own. But there's so many great places. Get to know your local markets. You know, you don't have to go to big, giant grocery stores. Even small towns have small Italian markets, Asian markets, Mexican markets. That's where you can get some of the gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. Redlands has a a cute little olive store. 
Right. Nice. Well, I worked there for four years. So nice. Yeah. Little We're lucky in Los Angeles. We've got a lot of gourmet oh, yeah. food shops. A little bit of everything out here. Mm-hmm. And some great in import stores. All right. Well, let's go back to Chris and her brand new Elevate Your Eight book and podcast. So can we delve deeper into those eight hours? Because I really think like, okay, I want to be more productive. I want to create more time and more space for myself to be creative. And during the holidays, when I have more demands on my time, what are some things that I can do to really utilize my time to the best of its ability, even if I'm going to go to the holiday party? And I'm not going to say no. And I'm going to say, yes, I can't wait to see all my friends and family. I'm going to bring them the vegan cheese plate and the wine and whatever else. Well, we talked earlier about prioritizing. So when it comes to those other eight hours of the day and, and, you know, figuring out like, okay, what are the important things to get done? And if it is on those few days, you know, parties, you want to make sure that your other stuff is out of the way and you don't have to worry about that. So the day that you go to an event with your friends is probably not the day that you're going to drop off and pick up your dry cleaning or, um, or run those extra errands like the target run for the toilet paper and all that kind of stuff, which is why I love Amazon subscribe and save. Oh my I have gosh. not bought toilet paper in a store. Oh, in me either. About eight months. So I, I rarely anyway. go to the stores now. That's why when you're talking about target, I'm like target has that. Cause I don't go to target anymore because I have target on auto ship yeah. and I have Amazon auto ship. Yeah. Wow. I love yes. subscribe and save, but I digress. Oh my gosh. So but you get to save too. You save five oh, yeah. to 10% off, yeah. which is great. It's, in some things, even 15% oh. off. What are you buying? Yeah. You need to know. I buy Duke's um, doggy snacks oh, and okay. his supplements and his breath rinse oh, stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's 15%. And Charles's little toothpicks are also 15% off, but that's cool. neither here nor there. Right, so if you if if today is a party day, then this is not the day to do our grocery shopping or our dry cleaning or extra things with our, our family. And I know I don't have kids, and that stuff doesn't pop up for us, but I know that folks with families have to think about, like, you know, what am I doing to spend time with my family and do stuff with my kids? And so I like to think of prioritizing that time in the day. You know, I have an hour of story time with my kids, or we're going to go out for ice cream tonight, or, you know, we're going to watch a movie or something like that. And then thinking about, well, do I have to do that tonight? Or is that something that can be moved to the weekend and, and extend it? So instead of just being spending 30 minutes with my kids, then I'm going to, you know, have some time with them, put them to bed. And then on Saturday, we're going to do this four hour long adventure together and coming to terms with that. You know, I keep saying prioritization, but that's really what it's all about. You know, what's important to get done on this very day that I won't be able to do tomorrow and doesn't make sense to do this weekend. So I think that's, that's really the the key to it all is, is thinking in terms of what does that, what absolutely has to get done today? And what can I bump to to later. And I think also too recognizing that shit is going to happen and your schedule is going to get messed up. Yeah. So what can you, you know, how can you roll with the punches and be flexible? And I would say that's the other key is, is knowing when it's time to be flexible and not worry so much. Like, yes, we can't really manage time. Time is going to happen. So an hour is still an hour, regardless of what we're doing in that hour. But if we lose track of our common sense, if something's not going the way that we wanted to, so, okay, this is fine take a deep breath. How can I make the best of this and move forward and just get done what you can get done and get home and finish the rest. Have your dinner, brush your teeth, take a bath and go to bed. And don't judge yourself for what you didn't get done. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. So I'm talking to myself, but it's like, (laughs) all right, like you didn't cross off everything on the to-do list. Just be gentle with yourself and Mm -hmm. don't beat yourself up. And I've definitely been guilty of that. And I've had to learn to be like, let me celebrate my wins instead of beating myself up and it comes the same thing with food the same thing with dieting you know i'm not a fan of dieting but when you're trying to change your diet change your behavior change a pattern don't beat yourself up when you eat the chocolate cake celebrate it and then go start it's not starting over but it's like okay now go back to what you were doing right Mm -hmm. and i think too when you're trying like if you've never had a morning routine before and you're trying to develop one if you think the first couple days like well this clearly isn't working for me so i'm gonna quit but you can't really do that. You haven't really given yourself the time to let it sink in and and feel what it feels like to do that for a whole week. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I don't know what the people say that it takes 21 days to formulate a new habit. Yeah. And that that might be true that might not be, but to quit something after 2 days doesn't seem very you're not really being honest with yourself. Like I didn't mm-hmm. really try this. Mm-hmm. I played with it and I'm going to go back to the old thing, but give yourself a chance to make this new routine work and 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 try the stuff that goes with it and ride that out until Either you can like 
this just really doesn't make me happy, so I'm going to ditch it. But, oh, wow, look what I learned about myself from doing this for seven, eight, nine, ten days, whatever it takes. And here's what happened in those two days. <laughs> here's what happened. We got uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get uncomfortable is when things have the best power to change. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when we revert to our, that's the best time to stick with it. Right. When we revert mm-hmm. to our own ways, then we have to start over. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so true. When you get uncomfortable, that is something to celebrate. Absolutely. All right. So you started your podcast. I did. Yeah. Thanks to you guys and Yay. the Rise Rise and Bloom Mastermind in, in April. It was a matter of let's finish the book. Let's let's get that out of the way. Let's launch that. And then um, and let's figure out how to do this podcast thing. So I want it to be a very palatable show, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And it'll be it is a combination of solo shows where I'm talking about a specific topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done one show on sleep. And then I did one show on prioritization and you know where your time is going. Um, but I'm, I'm talking to like mostly regular people. And right now it's folks that I know that are in my circle that I understand like, okay, well, this person has their own business. This person's in the military. This person has six kids and getting, you know, a sense of, of what they're doing to elevate their eight on a daily basis and what are the tips that they can share with other people. So, so that's kind of what I, I want the show to be. I'm doing an interview tomorrow with a friend of mine who, um, we go back to when I was still in college housing and his name's Ryan. He's a fantastic storyteller, but he's started his own online business. He's the ADHD nerd. <laughs> and so he teaches people that have attention deficit disorder how to be more productive and manage their time. Mm-hmm. So I thought he'd be a perfect person to talk to. That's fascinating. Um, about that stuff. And he like he's just a really magnanimous, gregarious guy. So it'll be fun to talk to him on the show. But yeah, that's that's what I'm shooting for is, you know, something that's once a week, easily digestible. You can, you know, play it on your walk when you're with your dog or in your daily commute and and get a couple tips here and there and share it with your friends and yeah and I hope people will let me know, like, this is what I want. Can you talk to somebody that does this? And yeah, yeah. I'm looking for that. So, yeah, it's really fun. Um, I'm enjoying the the process of learning how to do all of the technical stuff. And, and <laughs> You're little, enjoying it or you hate it? <laughs> well, it was bumpy at first, but then once you get a rhythm, it's kind of like, well, this really, it's really not hard. It's just you have to pay attention and be proficient with it and allow yourself to make mistakes and be real on the air. And that's what, I mean, I'm not really doing heavy editing because mm-hmm. I just want it to seem like I'm, having a conversation yeah well I think the best advertising that you could possibly do is you because I am so blown away that back in April you were like (laughs) I'm gonna do this and you did it and it's such a proof is in the pudding and there it is you took your eight hours you elevated them and you wrote a book you started a podcast that's amazing oh thank you I can't wait to read it I need to elevate my oh no that's her other book is on the table making work work for you I don't think I have elevate your no I brought I brought you a copy thank you so much Okay, good. I have a second one at home, though. I'll sign it and I'll send it to you, Leslie, oh, so you so can have sweet. one too. Yeah, I was. I, I just wasn't for sure if you were going to be here. So I'm so happy that I am. I am too. And you look. You guys both look so great in the hats. I just feel I'm so blessed that oh, y'all are rocking them. those, rocking the SPP beanies. <laughs> I love it. Food Heals Nation, are you ready to take your wellness business to the next level in 2019? Are you ready to stop dreaming and start doing? Do you want to take your career, your business, and your brand to the next level? I want to help you build those dreams. In this episode, you've heard Chris talking about her experience at our first ever Rise and Bloom Mastermind. Since the first Mastermind, Chris has authored her second book and launched a brand new podcast. I could not be more excited and proud of her, and I'm beyond thrilled to announce that our next online Rise and Bloom Mastermind begins November 28th. Imagine what you could accomplish in 2019. Are you in? Whether you're working on becoming a world-renowned blogger, a brand, an author, a podcaster, a speaker, a lifestyle coach, whether you've always dreamed of hosting transformational retreats or simply want to figure out how to make an income and an impact doing what you love, I believe you can make those dreams a reality in 2019. Let's do it together. 
So it's going to be a high vibe, high end, five week wellness mastermind. It's online, so you can be anywhere in the world. We're going to do Wednesdays, November 28th to January 2nd, and there will be no meeting on December 26th. It'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be me, you, and other high vibe wellness warriors. I'm so excited. Chris will be joining us, and I hope that you join us too. Masterminds are an amazing opportunity to bring together like-minded individuals and help us uplift each other in life and business. They're one of my favorite things to do. We'll help each other with ideas, resources, and support that you just can't get anywhere else. They say you are the equivalent of the top five people you spend the most time with. Why not spend the next five weeks with high-vibe individuals with similar drive, goals, values, and missions as you have? And I'll be teaching the hardcore business practices and principles, marketing and monetization strategies to help you ascend to the next level of your business and become truly a person of influence. And if you're struggling with money blocks or you have a fear about getting paid for the good work that you do, I'm going to provide you the exact practices and tactics to bust through those money blocks and attract abundance into all areas of your life. If you're ready to join us, just email me at info at foodhealsnation.com to reserve your spot. If you have more questions, pop into our Facebook group at foodhealsgroup.com. Hope to see you in the Wellness Mastermind. Now back to our interview with Chris. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. I really, I really, you know, it's so funny because I'll knit things and then I'll put them on or I'll try them and I'll be like, well, I like this, but this would really look good on so-and-so. And so I wind up shipping it to so-and-so. I wear a few of my things, but I mostly give them away. But the hats I like to wear, um, I, I have a yeah. whole bunch of different ones that I well, this is pool. part of your acts of service language of love. I suppose, yeah. So happy to receive it. Yay, thank and you. And gift giving is also part of that. Yes. That's another yeah. love language. Maybe that's perhaps some of yours. Actually, no, I'm quality time and physical touch. Okay. Um, and Charles's physical touch and quality time. So that we worked know, out well. You know, it's different. Oh. <laughs> you can, you can give and receive differently. That's so true, So what I yeah. give is very different from how I receive. Mm. Yeah. That's very true. If you don't know, we're referencing the languages of the five love languages, languages, which is a fantastic book and very, very interesting about how you can give and receive love and how the best relationships, friendships and love are when you match with people that can match up with the way that you like to give and receive. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite books. It's really eye opening. If you're in a relationship and things are rocky or you're not understanding each other and you're like, no matter what I do, he just doesn't understand me or she just doesn't understand me. Read that book. I read it on a plane and I was like, aha, and I'm sitting next to him <laughs> and I'm slapping his leg and I'm like, ah, this is why. Yeah. And I'm like, this is me and this is you. And he's like, okay, okay. I'm trying to sleep here. <laughs> and I'm like, the plane is asleep. It's dark. You know, it's like time and to you've go to had bed. a huge aha moment. And I'm yeah. sitting here like, Ah! Right. <laughs> it is. It's such a revelation when you open yourself up to that because it's really amazing. And now you can like look at every relationship in your life and you're like, oh, I oh, get yeah. it. Yes. Oh, I get it. Like, you know, I had things with my mom at one point and I'm like, I don't understand. And then I read that book and I was like, oh, this is how she's loving me. And she is loving me like yep. crazy. Yep. I just have to listen to it. Yeah. So wait, the five languages of love are acts of service. Physical touch, gift giving, quality time, quality time, and I have no idea what. Wait, 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 wait. Where's physical, Jade? Physical touch, gift giving, acts of service, quality time. Oh, and words of affirmation. And words of affirmation. That's yes. the last one. So yeah. some people just need to hear how wonderful they are. Some people need to have that quality time together doing things some people need to touch each other and be physical and it's not in a sexual way necessarily it's really no, just holding about cuddling hands is, and holding yeah. hands cuddling. some people want to receive gifts and some people want you to do the dishes and not in an anti-feminism way but if you do something for them then they feel validated in that love right and we all have multiple but the book kind of says we usually have one core and one secondary right and oh, you so just the best yeah the best explanation i ever heard from this okay <laughs> is oh through the love of tacos. So if you're so if you're into words of affirmation, that would be your tacos are delicious. <laughs> Acts of service would be I made you tacos. Receiving gifts would be here's a taco. <laughs> Quality time would be let's go out and get tacos together. Physical touch would be let me hold you like a taco. <laughs> 
I thought that was the funniest that thing ever. That is fantastic. Brilliant. Oh my God, All right. I love it. The five love languages as taught by tacos. <laughs> well, tacos can teach us a lot. Tacos can teach us a lot. I love a Faux good taco. show. So, so let's go into relationships, Chris. Like, I feel like it's very fortunate when you find out you're already married or in a relationship with someone who has complementary languages. Mm -hmm. And when you don't, it's actually great because you're empowered to go, oh, now I understand why this person needs this. And when I'm giving this, they cannot receive. Right. So that you can actually change your behavior and hopefully you can work it out. But when you already are in a relationship with that, it is so powerful. And I think it makes you like super connected. So tell us about like your experience in your relationship. Oh, my God. Well, Charles and I have been married 24 years. It'll be 25 wow. years next September. Congrats. I know. And like, where did all that time go to? Um, <laughs> he is not a very cerebral guy. And he, he until recently, he's not been very sentimental either. Totally blue collar and um, no college. So living with me in a residence hall was, you know, a bit of a culture shock in the beginning. Bless his heart. Thank you, Charles, for 10 years of living on campus. I got him to do the love languages test, and he would usually Mm -hmm. not be into any of that stuff at all. We did True Colors like 10 years ago, and he wasn't into that at all. What is that? True Colors is, it's sort of in the sense of like uh, Myers-Briggs has what are there, 16 personality types in the four areas, but True Colors has uh, green, gold, orange, and blue. And so blue people are are feeling and, and uh, internalizing and gold, I'm sorry, orange people are outgoing, gregarious, not very, I wouldn't say organized, but not very specific. Mm-hmm. Green people want to know why, 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 I need to know the reason behind everything, logic, logic, logic. And then gold people are, there's a place for everything and everything in its place. This is so interesting. <laughs> oh my God. So, By the way, what if you're D all of the above? <laughs> well, that w- I would love to see that. that then you're profile. type A. I feel like that's me. <laughs> I'm blue and gold is my second color. So I'm, I'm a very um, high nurturer and hugs and validation, but I like structure and order. So I got him to do that, and he wasn't a big a big fan of the true colors. And then when I got into Clifton Finder, that like opened up my whole world. And I'm that's like my favorite personality assessment. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's the most real one that I've that I've utilized, and I like the focus on positive psychology. But the love languages he was he was willing to to do, and I thought it was fascinating that we wound up with the same things, but our our number one and our number two were were different. And it totally makes sense to me because when we were earlier in our marriage, we didn't have a lot of commonalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go see two and three movies every weekend with my girlfriends. And that was what I did for a really long time. And he worked in, in bars and restaurants. So he was a little bit more nocturnal than I was. So we did stuff together, but it wasn't, we didn't have the common interests that we have now. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know if that just comes with age or you know, with the way our lives change and the way you grow together with somebody. But we have a lot more common interests now. And it's what, you know, it's one thing to like do nothing but go out to dinner with your spouse and then start a business with them, Um, which has been both beautiful and and also really hard because we approach the team in very different ways. But it's working. It's just not always easy. And, And I have to remember that there's things that he knows very well that I don't know and vice versa. So even though I tend to think unconsciously, subconsciously, and consciously. There's moments where I think like, well, I, you know, of course, I went to graduate school. I know this stuff. I know more than he does. But I can't put myself in that place because it's not respectful to him. And and he knows a lot of things about the sport itself and, you know, the mechanics of a swimming pool and those types of things. And I just don't know that. So trying to honor each other and respecting the strengths that we have, but knowing that there's ways he makes me better and way I, ways I make him better and and knowing that there's going to be tough days and just roll with it and remember when we go to bed at night, like, I, this is the man I've chosen and he's chosen me and I love him. So it's worth it. The, the tough stuff is worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's an amazing swimmer. I mean, <laughs> it is, it is like joy and poetry to watch him do the butterflies. So does wow. amazing swimmer make amazing lover? Yes. 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 And, he, you know, well, you heard their languages of love. Yeah. <laughs> he's always been handsome to me, but he's so fit now that he got back in the pool mm. after all this time. So that is fine. Like Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, this has been really fun to be in here and, and enjoying beverages and 
talking girl stuff with girls. Mm -hmm. It's just been really, really nice. I feel very blessed that you invited me to be on the show. And that Leslie is here to partake. I'm and so inspired. You have no oh, idea. Thank you. That's so nice. I really am. Thank you. That means that means a lot. And let's say hello to Susie, who's not here. Hi, Susie. Hi, Susie. Because <laughs> you're part of this two girlfriend up in Oregon with I your know. delicious CBD oils. I miss her, but I'm, I love when she comes to LA and she brings me all the CBD. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get on her website and invest in some stuff. Yeah. It's a good holiday present too. Like yeah. I'm going to get it for a few people. And she has dog stuff, so I've been giving it to Charlotte for her her issues. Sweet Charlotte. Look yeah. at her over there. I know. She's just Such sleeping a sweet away. Baby. It's, it's so funny. Dogs all, all th- my dog is here as well, Pepe. And so all three dogs have found their spot and they're all sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have brought Duke. He would have had a he would have had a good old time with everybody. Dogs are always welcome at the Food Heels podcast. All right. <laughs> all right. Good stuff. All right, Chris. Well, where can everyone find you online? Buy your books, listen to your podcast, join your swim team if they're in Pasadena. There's so much to share. Okay, so the website is www.silverpeakdevelopment.com. All kinds of fun little gems on that. The two books are Making Work Work for You and Elevate Your Eight, and they're both available. They're exclusive on Amazon because, you know, I'm doing that whole Kindle direct publishing thing where mm-hmm. you get uh, royalties and stuff. So uh, Amazon has those books. My Instagram is at Christmas Peak, K-R-I-S-M-A-S-P-E-A-K. I have a Facebook group that's called Career Changers Mastermind. Mm-hmm. Anyone is welcome to join if they're looking to find a new place in their in their vocation. And then the podcast is Elevate Your Eight, and it is meant to launch on Wednesdays, a weekly show launching on Wednesdays. And awesome. that, that's me everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the team, the team is Silver Peak Performance. If you're in the LA area, we're in the, the North Los Angeles area, Eagle Rock, Highland Park, Glassell, and we swim at Glassell Park um, Tuesdays through Fridays from six to seven. Anyone is welcome. Your first workout is free. Ooh, nice. And it's a good good group of people, and all talent levels, all skill levels, all ages are welcome. All right, let me ask you a very important question, though. Yes, ma'am. Is the pool heated? Yes. 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 Very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't swim outdoors anytime without a a heated pool. Yeah. Yeah. That would just be bad juju. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, we're like, we're so spoiled in Southern California, but we still need the heated pool. Okay. Yeah. It's true. I mean, you can swim 12 months a year here as long as you're in a heated pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. Awesome. Oh, this has been a slice of heaven, girls. I can die now. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here and Thank I got you. to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And I got to finish my sparkling wine. Yes. This is delicious. Cheers. Cheers. Got to finish the grand portage. Thank and you happy all so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you experience any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.